0: Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And it's been quite a couple of days weather-wise here. It is the 3rd of February when we're doing this show this evening. And oh my gosh, our radio stations in Chicago, they got 10 inches yesterday, and, uh, for and then we had, uh, oh my gosh, lots of rain here. We were dodging tornadoes earlier this afternoon. Tim and I were in our lower level watching the news because the sirens were going and everything, and lots of ice, so stay tuned, huh? Always something exciting coming up. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold, but first, since it's the first of the month, you know what that means? Da-da-da-da. I give away a free session the first Thursday of every month. And the reason I do this is because I so appreciate you being a part of this community and listening to the show. And I know $200, which is what I charge for an hour, is a lot of money to a lot of people. And if you want a free session, all you have to do is just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie and leave a review. And then you're entered into a drawing and I pick somebody each month and then you get a free hour with me and we can talk about whatever you want. As many topics as you want. We cover a lot in an hour and it's a blast. We have so much fun. So this month's winner is somebody named Julie. Who knew? Love your name. And she said, great energy. I first heard Julie Ryan on the We Don't Die podcast and was uplifted by Julie's spirit and energy. My 24-year-old son passed on a little over a year now, and I have immersed myself in anything afterlife in order to heal my grief and gain insight as to where my son is and if he's well. Thank you, Julie. And she signed it, Julie and my son, Brennan. How sweet is that? So, Julie, you get a free hour with me, Julie. We'll do the Julie squared hour. And so just email me, julietaskjulieryan.com. And uh, and we'll figure out a date and time that works with your schedule, and I really look forward to talking with you, and I'm sure we'll talk with your son. The stuff I hear when I talk to deceased loved ones is really so much fun. A couple of days ago, I was talking to a woman who died. A couple of weeks ago, I had her husband and her daughter on the phone, and she started talking about graham crackers, and I'm like, graham crackers? what's up with the graham crackers? So I asked them, I said, "Do, do graham crackers mean anything? She's talking about graham crackers. And her husband said that she ate a graham cracker with Nutella on it for her snack every afternoon. And he said, I just moved two boxes of graham crackers in my pantry this morning. I said, well, there you go. So spirit's always gonna give us information that's gonna let us know that it's really them. And this woman was talking about graham crackers. I thought that was hilarious. Okay, let's go to the phones, and our first caller is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi. Hi, where are you located?
1: I'm in Mason,
2: Ohio.
0: Mason, Ohio. Okay, down near Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Columbus, so that's how I know that. I passed you when I'm driving to Columbus from Birmingham, up 71. I'll wave to you next time I go by.
3: I'm right near Kings Island.
0: Right near Kings Island, we always, Kings Island, everybody is a, an amusement park, and they have a replica of the Eiffel Tower. So when my son Jonathan was little, we and my parents were still alive, we'd always call and he'd say, oh, we're passing the Eiffel Tower, which means it's like two hours till we arrive. And uh, even now, I'll call my brother and say, okay, we're passing the Eiffel Tower. if yeah, we're driving. So, well, welcome. You got a question for me? I do.
3: So um, about three years ago, I bought this vibrational plate machine, and you stand on it, and it vibrates your body. And um, it's supposed to be good for uh, running your lymph system and, and people who have desk jobs. Um, so one night, I got on it, my left hip hurt more, so I leaned to the left, thinking that would give it more vibrational feel. And I woke up in the middle of the night, and I had really bad vertigo, but I didn't chase oh, together like the crystals might have gotten out of it So, yeah. I decided I wanted more room in my room, so I decided to get one I put on the floor under my desk. And so, I've had two vertigo episodes since I've been using that, because, and I could still feel the vibration in my head. So, I'm thinking that's causing the vertigo. I'm not sure. But also, someone said, well, you may have men years, because even after I have the Epley Maneuver and they put the crystals back in, I still have this, like, if I'm reading my iPhone, when my head's down, I'll have this funny sensation, and then I'll feel like I'm on a boat in the on the, in the, on the wave. So I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, and I don't know if it's vestibular, uh, You know, I've I've been Googling it, you know, on YouTube or been on YouTube. So there's all kinds of things out there, cervical, my chiropractor said, you know, he also thinks it's like in my C1 or C2. So anyway, so I wanted to see if you could look at that and maybe give me some relief and see what you see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what I'm going to do, Lori, is I'm going to get you on my radar. And how this works for those of you that are first-time listeners is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And then I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you in the Cincinnati area, and then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye, Lori, and it's going to be as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And something will be identified, and then immediately thereafter, there will be some type of energetic healing that will begin. And I'm very descriptive with what I'm seeing. It's like I have a big screen computer in my head or a big screen TV, and I'm going to describe to you what I'm seeing. And if you can envision it or at least get a sense of what it is that I'm seeing, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body. And healings will integrate okay. either instantly, they can integrate over days, weeks, months. They may need some kind of complementary care, like some type of medicine or change in diet or physical therapy, or like you said, the Epley maneuver, which works really well with uh, with uh, yeah. tinnitus and other vertigo and things like that. So, uh, so it's always our spirit's choice how to integrate. The healing that happens, and I learned how to do all of this stuff, Lori. I, I, you know, I didn't walk around with dead people chasing me when I was little. I learned how to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you. You guys probably got socked with snow too, didn't you? Or is it happening now?
3: We're still getting we're still getting sleet. It's pretty bad, and we're waiting on the snow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I talked to my brother bad. in Columbus earlier, and he he had said that that's everything was shut down up there. So, all right, got yeah. you. The energy's going to your left ear first, Lori. Does it seem to be worse on the left side of your?
3: Yeah, that's yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I'm seeing. So, so I'm in your eustachian tube, and I'm tunneling through it. Imagine there's a little. Teeny tiny corkscrew that's spinning and tunneling through your Eustachian tube to unplug it. All right, I'm just going to go on the other side too with that little tiny corkscrew. Let me get that unplugged. All right, let me go from there. Yeah, I think the plate is exacerbating it. I'm watching another Epley maneuver happen. For those of you that don't know what that is, we have these little crystals in our inner ears, and for a huge amount of different reasons, they can get dislodged. And so the Epley maneuver is a therapist will move your head a certain way to try and get those crystals back in line. Is that a good description, Lori? Is that what you understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching an energetic Epley maneuver happen right now. I would suggest that you consider getting another session with somebody who can do that for you and hopefully this healing. will. And, I, and I, I would I, stay off the plate in the short yeah. run till you have, have a handle. Yeah, I think so, too. And And those are supposed to be really terrific. And you're not the first person I've heard have a reaction like that. So a lot of times it'll happen when you have a cold or something else is going on and your ears are clogged up, but it just kind of exacerbates yeah. it. Yeah. So I hope but you feel better. After I've had the F-ly, But even
3: after I've had the Epley, sometimes I'll have that motion like I'm in a boat. So do you yeah. think there's something going on in my station tube that I might have to have some therapy?
0: No, I just I just rotor rooted it. No, I think you're going to be just fine. No, it clear it cleared out energetically. I think it's going to, you know, it'll clear out on its own. Do you use a humidifier at night when you sleep? in your bedroom
3: no i have one but i haven't uh,
0: run it run it especially when your furnace is going when it's cold so i hope that helps thanks for calling okay everybody we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we'll see who's next and see what their question is you're listening to the ask julie ryan show and we'll be right back so stay with us Phones and our next caller is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you?
4: Thank you. I'm doing well. I'm doing better now that I got in from shoveling. Uh, Michigan. Oh, I'm in Michigan, and we got our nine inches of snow with our sleet.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. So heavy so snow, getting- huh? It's a heavy snow. Yeah. So it takes. I take it in shifts.
4: So
0: you oh, come gosh. in and take a little rest, and then you go back out and go at it. So <laughs> I'm oh, looking forward my. to. <laughs> yeah, well, that's 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 what happens this time of year up there. That, and that's why I live in Sweet Home, Alabama. I will dodge a tornado every now and again. I don't want to <laughs> do this snow thing. Oh, I grew up in Ohio, oh, well, like, as I was saying, good, just saying. Um, Kathy and my first job out of school was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I swore when I left there at, when I was almost twenty-five, I swore I'd never live where it snowed again, and I have not, and I don't ever plan on it. So, God bless you. Well, you got a question for me? Well,
4: I do, and this happens to be a question about my cat. Um, okay. I had Jeff is his name, and he's about nine years old, and he's got a lot of uh, ear issues. He's always had it. It's kind of one of those things that pesters him. So he went to the vet a couple months back, and they treated him with Dermaline ointment, which has a nice fatten in it. He had a bacterial infection in his ears and sinus. And the poor guy, he reacted severely to it. Um, Half paralyzed face, uh, lost his balance, his dry heat, was very itchy. So I nursed him back to health, and then the darn thing came back. And so we went back to the vet, and they didn't read his chart where I had listed. He was allergic to us. So he got the same dose again, and we had a oh, no. reaction. Since that time, he's gotten his sinuses, just, they've never really cleared up 100%, but I've even tried just a saline rinse to um, work with him, and he's so reactive now. He gets fiery red in the ears and such. And I've also noticed just recently that he's starting to react to his food. And I buy high-end food, so usually the grain-free, and I try to do the natural stuff. And he's an indoor outdoor cat, so he does like to hunt, and he does very well with it. But with our snows and stuff, uh, we've been challenged with trying to find anything living (laughs) that he can get to. Um, So I've been doing the the home cooking, and he does do some of my stuff. But I'm concerned that maybe the doses that he got maybe affected his liver or his kidneys because he's just, He's just nimbling a little bit, but he's not eating enough to really even use the indoor litter box. He prefers the outdoor, but uh, I haven't seen a lot of action. And so he gets dry heaves and stuff after he eats. So I don't know. Can you scan him and see? I've asked permission from him, and he he gave me a meow.
0: So. I don't usually get permission from animals. I do from people, but animals, are, I, I never ask permission. they were all fine for
4: me. To I, I did, uh, with him, he's a character. He plays hide and seek, and he is one smart cat. And so I thought oh I'd better. He's been running around the living room while I've been trying to talk. And uh, I said, oh, listen, I'm going to ask about you, so you've got to behave yourself. <laughs>
0: Oh, that is a riot. Yeah, he's just in a hyperimmune response right now. In humans, they would call it a mast cell response, Kathy, where you're just like the bucket's full and any little stimuli is just going to make the bucket run over. Just, I so, like it's over. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is I am... I spirit working through me and with me when I say I that's what that means spirits working through me and with me and uh, so I'm using anti-inflammatory energy on him when I see his whole body's red like red fog over his whole body that's inflammatory energy that's what inflammation looks like to me Kathy so I'm using anti-inflammatory energy which is a royal blue color to get that calm down so I can go in he looks like he's got a fungal infection in his ears, not a bacterial infection. Um, okay. So what I'm uh, what I'm watching is I'm watching his ears get swabbed out with a vinegar solution. Now I'm not saying use that because that'll probably just burn like crazy, and he'll never let you near him <laughs> again. But that's what I'm watching. Oh no, I yeah. Energetically, that's what I'm watching, and uh, watching okay. his ears get swabbed out with that. And there's, and they smell, right? They have an odor to them is what yes.
4: I'm Yes, yes, they do, yeah. and I've noticed that, and I've, I was thinking either fungal or bacterial, and I've used and in a tincture a like just using a rent, because I know that that's okay with the cat, and so I've just been
0: trying to... Yeah. I'm getting it's a fungal infection, right. and what I'm watching is I'm watching it get. You know those um, makeup squares, Kath, that you can use to take mm-hmm. your makeup off. They're kind of padded or whatever. You can get them at the drugstore or at the grocery store. I'm watching that if you, even if you just dip it in warm water and try and swab mm-hmm. his ears. Uh, I I don't know that he's gonna let you get near him, but I I'm getting a fungal infection. Is there and,
4: okay. and
5: have you coming, called the
0: vet? What does the vet say?
4: We can't get him in to be seen for another seven days because they've been so busy with different things. So. Um, yeah. Just trying to get people that just don't want to give me steroids. They've been kind of like, Hi, it's either you take this drug or forget it. And
0: uh, I yeah. don't operate that way. <laughs> no, no. Someone, he needs, you know, he is needs, able to, and I,
4: I've had very limited area.
0: I think he needs some kind of a antifungal, like a nice statin cream or um, something huh. like that. But I don't, I don't know enough on the vet thing you can buy the antifungals over the counter but i look online right. and see what what the suggestions right. are for ant, for fungal infections in ears because dogs get them a lot too and they are stanky and, right. it, and they get like this brown blackish what? stuff in their ears yeah they're mm-hmm.
4: wicked yeah a lot of that no. i call it- <laughs> the yeah. so, but I just want him healthy and happy, and he has been kind of gets his spurts, gets his you know second wind and then gets playful and mm-hmm. he's a lot of fun. Right. But I also don't like right. to see him down. and I oh when
0: he's? In yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, hope so he feels I
4: better.
0: Okay, well. I hope he Do feels it. better. Good. I, Good. Good look online, Kathy, Thanks. and see what see what it says for fungal infections for ears for cats, and you'll you'll find some stuff in the interim to use. Okay, everybody, time for another break. When we come back, I think we'll have Brigine on next. So we'll see what her question is. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show, and we'll be right back. Everybody. Let's go to the phones, and our next caller is Brigene. Hi, Brigene. Hi, Julie. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. How are you?
2: I'm good. Hey, I would just like to, before I ask my question, I'd
5: just like to say how much I've enjoyed listening to the show the couple of times I've been able to get on. And um, I was attended a couple of your um, meetings with Helping Parents Heal. And also, I really enjoyed your interview with Suzanne Giesman that I listened to a while back. So I find what you do fascinating.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate all those kind words. Where are you located? Thank you. I'm in the Bay
4: Area, in California.
0: Okay. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me?
4: California.
5: I do. Um, My husband was diagnosed in late 2018 with colon cancer and had surgery at that point in time, and they caught it early. You know, it's a story I hear over and over again. They caught it early, and there was no need for any more treatment, and um, they would just keep an eye on it. So the following year, they called him back. Or th- Actually, he ended up in the emergency room with um, kidney stones, and they did a CAT scan, and they noticed that there was something on his liver, which turned out to be liver cancer. Um, He's gone through, he went through several rounds of chemo, different chemos, but nothing worked. So, you know, we're doing, we're doing some things on our own and I'm just concerned about him and I'm just curious if, you know, if there's anything you could do for him, if this is something that you've dealt with before, because there really isn't any Western medicine for us at the moment. We're doing alternatives in Eastern
0: medicine. Mm -hmm. Yep. I I work with it uh, several times a week. If not daily. Regine. Okay. Some kind of cancer. Yeah. Right. With private clients. So what's his name? What's your husband's name?
4: His name is his name is Patrick.
0: Patrick. Okay. All right. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna connect to you and from you to Patrick, and then I'm gonna ask his permission if I can scan him if he says yes i will if he says no i won't but not all is lost cuz we can talk to his spirit the reason i'm so such a stickler for that Regine, is because i believe it's an invasion of somebody's privacy if i'm scanning them without their permission and if somebody's calling me on an appointment or calling my show i know you want me to scan you but it's something else when you ask me to scan somebody else. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to San Rins- the San Francisco Bay Area. Got you going to Patrick. Patrick, I'm talking to Regina. Is it okay if I scan you yet? Yeah. He said, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, that was cute. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh-huh. So I'm asking him telepathically, did you set that up? Oh. Did you tell him we were going to scan him tonight? Yes. Yeah. All right. I I, I a okay.
5: photograph and I told them telepathically.
0: Yes, good. Okay, all right. So I'm in there now. What what I'm going to do first is encapsulate where the I see cancer cancer looks to me, Brigitte. Energetically, I get these images and they're metaphors or they're analogies of an energetic vibration. And these visions come into me or these images so that our human minds can have some frame of reference so we can try and understand what the heck going on with these energetic healings. And sometimes they're really hilarious. But cancer looks to me most of the time, and this is what, what I see with Patrick, it looks like it's very dark. It reminds me of hot tar, That's used when a road is being paved with asphalt. You know, they lay down that hot black tar and it's sticky. That's what it looks like. So I'm encapsulating what I see. And I see it in his colon. I see it in his liver. And so what I'm doing is encapsulating it and then removing it. Now what we're going to do is a DNA healing Seven strands of DNA have come out of an X chromosome. They look Imagine that they look like pieces of paper that you'd find inside a fortune cookie with a fortune written on it. And DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. When we have cancer, there's been a mutation in the DNA. And so what I'm watching happen is I'm watching letters on that recipe. There's a combination of four letters, A, T, C, and G. They stand for nucleic acids. There are going to be 100,000 letters on a strand. There can be up to a billion letters on a strand. I'm watching them get rearranged like I'm watching a Scrabble game in Warp Speed. Have you ever played Scrabble, Bergeen, where you move a letter up and over to form a word? That's what I'm watching happen with these strands of DNA. And then when they're reconfigured, they're going back to a normal recipe. When they're reconfigured, then they snap back into the X chromosome. First three have already snapped back in and remaining four are happening right now. Consider scheduling an hour session with me and we can do a really deep dive with him. Um, Four and five strands have gone back in, I got six and seven still working. So consider getting on my schedule. And then when you get your confirmation email, Brigitte, I'm booked out a couple of months, there's a reschedule button on it. Click on that periodically because that will tell you when people have rescheduled. And oftentimes you can get in within a day or two. I had a situation this morning where my first appointment didn't make it. She was messed up on the time. So we just didn't talk. My second appointment canceled like 10 minutes before the appointment. So I called the first appointment and she was able to get in. So stuff like that happens every day, all the time, multiple times a week. So just get on my schedule and then we can move you around from there. Okay, 6 and 7 snap back in. So those are those those are going to help in the short run. With that, one last thing, Brigine, there's a book that you want to get a hold of. It's in audiobook and in uh, paper, paperback and hardback, and it's called Radical Remission. Have you heard of that book?
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have you re- read it? Read it okay, books. good.
0: Yeah. For those of you that haven't heard of it, uh-huh. it's written by a gal who's a Ph.D., and I believe when she was getting her doctorate, she was working in a cancer clinic, And somebody came in and said uh, they were in remission and had been for several years, and she'd never heard of that. So she asked a couple of the doctors about it, and she said, do you have patients in remission? And they said, yeah, we, we all do. And she said, well, do you tell your other patients that? And they said, no, we don't, because we don't want to give them a false sense of hope. And she thought that was ridiculous. So she spent the next year and she interviewed people around the world from all walks of life, all different socioeconomic situations and education levels and countries. And she found, I think it's bridging 13 common denominators that were 13 things that they had in common that everybody did. Was it 13? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. It was, so, he's well, got the book here, maybe. I'll... Yeah. Anybody that's dealing with cancer or has a loved one who is, I highly recommend Radical Remission. And, Brigine, if your husband hasn't read that yet, has he? Has Patrick read it yet? Do you know or listened to it?
5: He did. Um, our son was ill and unfortunately he lost it, but we read it and my son read it also because we were. Good. We needed all the help we could
0: get. Yeah, yeah. Well, Look. well. consider consider uh, scheduling an appointment with me. We'll have a whole hour. We can do a deep dive, and we'll see see what else we can do to help. But in the short run, hopefully, that'll give them a little bit of reprieve.
5: Okay, that's wonderful.
0: Thank you for calling. Uh, Good luck with everything. Okay. All righty. Take care. Thanks, Brigine Bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Christine next. Hi, Christine. Hello, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm calling from Wisconsin. Okay, terrific. Did you get a bunch of that white stuff up there? Uh, we didn't get a lot of snow, but we're cold.
5: I think today was like yeah. 11 degrees. Oh, okay. For high.
0: I have a friend that lives in Minneapolis, and she was saying that I think she said they were below zero wind chill. You probably were, too. So, gosh. Yeah. Well, welcome. I hope you stay warm. Keep the fires burning, right? Thank you. (laughs) You got a question (laughs) for me? Thank you. I do. Um, I'm calling because my
5: mom is not well, and I was wondering if you might be able to um, do a quick scan of her. And let me know where she might be in your 12 phases.
0: Yeah. What's her name? Joan. Joan. My late sister's name. All right. So I'm going to connect into you, Christine, and then from you to your mom. So here we go. Comes my laser beam from sweet home, Alabama. I'll send you some some warm temperatures. How about that with my laser beam? (laughs) It was 70 this morning or today during the day, and now it's going to be like 40 tonight. So it's dropping 30 degrees in a few hours. All right. Got you. Your mom is in phase seven of 12, Christine. And... For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, it's not secret code, I promise. Right, Christine? It's it's when right. we're... At the end of our life, we're surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets as we're approaching the end of our life. Has your is your mom verbal? Has she told you anything about that she could see spirits around her or like her parents or anybody? He's verbal, but she hasn't. She has not said she could see anybody. Okay. Not. I'm gonna hold you over for the break, Christine, and then I'll explain what the 12 phases of transition is in more detail. So stay with us, everybody. When we come back, we'll talk about angels and deceased loved ones. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking with Christine, whose mom, Joan, is in phase seven of the 12 phases of transition. Are you still with us, Christine? Yes, I am. Okay, good. So anybody that's interested in seeing diagrams, I've come up with a a diagram like a, I don't know schematic, I guess, Christine, go to AskJulieRyan.com, go to my website, and go to the 12 faces page, and you'll see their diagrams of this configuration of angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets, and how they change, and we can tell how close to death somebody is based on what configuration the angels and deceased loved ones are in. And there's a button there where you can download that chart, Christine, You may wanna download it and put it on your phone. And then all you have to do is just ask, just ask aloud or in your head, what phase of transition is my mom in? And you'll get a number and it'll come in really fast and it'll just feel like it's a thought in your head. And then you can look on the chart and if she's progressing through the phases fairly quickly, you'll know that it's getting close. People can take a long time. It can happen instantly. It can be days, weeks, months. I had a gal that called into the show for a couple of years, and her dad was in phase 11 of 12. And when somebody's in a phase, they can come back out completely. They can go back and forth in the phases. there, There are lots of different scenarios. But it gives you at least a frame of reference for what's happening and when she's getting into the later stages then if you want to have family or friends come in and be there you'll know to get them uh notified because people take time off work and they travel vast distances to be with their loved ones at the end of their lives but i had asked you before the break if your mom had said anything about seeing deceased loved ones or or anybody that she knew not that she
5: with me. Okay, no, but she's shared. Right. I guess I can talk to her tomorrow about
0: it. Well, you know, if she brings it up. That's fine. Oftentimes, you'll see people who are they'll they'll be reaching up, and that's they're greeting somebody who's a spirit that they haven't seen for a long time. They'll uh, they'll talk about maybe having a dream. University-based research shows that. Close to 90% of people at the end of their lives see the spirits of deceased loved ones and and friends and pets uh, in visions or in dreams at the end of their lives. It's very, very common. It's in most of the hospice material. Do you have hospice involved, Christine?
5: No, the doctor won't. uh, The doctor won't authorize it.
0: All right. Well, then just call a hospice facility yourself and go around the doctor.
6: You oh, don't have to have, don't have, have a doctor's have orders.
0: Okay. Nope. You don't need a doctor's orders. You can call a hospice place yourself, and they'll handle all the the insurance stuff and all that jazz. Just go around them. Because oh. hospice oh. can be called in. Actually, I'm going to have a hospice nurse on. I'm going to do a, an interview with her in a couple of weeks. And that's one of the things that people don't know. You can bring hospice in even a couple of, of uh, years. I mean, it, it, it can be months and months and months. It's not just for the last few days. So just go around them and call okay. a couple of agencies okay. and uh, get a feel for them and just okay. tell them that you need them to get involved. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. But one Thank more thing, Christine. Christine, Christine, look yeah. for little yeah. miracles along the way as you're going through this because they will be plentiful. So pay <sighs> attention for those. Thank okay. You. You bet. Hang in there. Okay, let's go to Elaine next. Hi, Elaine. Hi, hi,
2: Julie. I'm so happy that I got called. I had spoken to you several weeks ago about a breast cancer, and mm-hmm. you said it was a dot size. Um, mm-hmm. I had an hour with you, mm-hmm. and uh, you said that I'd be fine and not to worry. And the surgery and everything went very, very well. But my question to you is that the doctor has sent it off with something called an oncotype. And that's when they check the gene and the tissue to determine the likelihood of um, it it returning and your need for chemo. If Mm -hmm. the score is low, they said you you will not have chemo, but if it's high, you will need chemo. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know if you had any feeling about that with me. I'll probably get the results in a couple of weeks.
0: Okay. Elaine, please tell everybody where you're located, and then let me see. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That's I'm located in Boston. Boston. Can you tell by listening to her, you guys? She's got that Bostonian accent. You guys got some snow headed your way, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I tomorrow. Oh, jeez. Okay, so will Elaine, will will the doctors recommend Elaine have chemo? I got to know. But remember, future events are fluid, and there are lots of variables that come in to affect an outcome. So I can just give you what I'm getting right now. The other thing is, if they say yes, get a second opinion. Be sure and get at least a couple of opinions. Just so you feel comfortable with it. But I'm delighted to hear that everything went well with your surgery. How are you feeling?
2: I'm very tired, just tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had chemo twice in the past. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you recall, I've had a history of different cancers. And um, I just don't know if I can do it again. I don't mm-hmm. think I can go through well, it again. Well, Some follow things. your gut. Well, On that,
0: and uh, and I'm pushing the anesthesia out of your system, Elaine. We are told that anesthesia only stays in for a couple of days. I can see it months afterwards, and so I'm pushing it out of your system, out of the top of your head. And I'm also doing a heavy metal detox. There's lots of heavy metals in anesthesia, and so. There's these two giant magnets on either side of you, and they're joined in the middle. The U's are on either side, and they're going up and down your body, and they pull out metallic particulates. And then they turn a quarter of a turn, go up and down your body, pulling out particulates, turn another quarter of a turn, same thing, one more time. All right, and then they pop off, and then I irrigate those out. So I'm doing that and also shooting energy into you to give you some more. Energy uh, in the short run. So are you just sleeping a lot? are you are you able to rest? Yeah. I, I am able to rest, but I'm just so tired.
2: I mean, yesterday, I was with my grandkids and I came home at seven p m and went to bed till
0: five this morning. I was out, yeah, well, good. Well, pay attention to how you feel and uh, and honor that because your body's healing. so. Keep us posted. Let us know what what happens with your doctors. And thanks for calling. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll get more callers on and see what their questions are and see what Spirit has to say the answers are. So you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature-regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and anywhere you download podcasts it's in the show notes we're also on YouTube and Alexa to say hey Alexa play the Ask Julie Ryan podcast and Alexa will play it so when you're uh, there you can go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie and leave a review or when you're on the podcast in the notes you can leave a review wherever it is you listen to podcasts we're on Instagram Twitter Pinterest and and Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan, and we'll post a reminder each week with the call in information. Say, hey, call in tonight. Remember, if you've got a question, call in tonight. While you're at AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online, and then I answer it, and also schedule an appointment with me. And as I was mentioning earlier to Brigine with her husband, Patrick, just get on my calendar, and then on your confirmation email, click the reschedule button when you think of it, and appointments that are sooner will show up, and then you can change it. And so that, that happens multiple times every week and whenever I talk to somebody who's been able to do that they say I thought you were just making that up but it's really true I said yeah it's really true so give it a try and then I've got about six spots left for my angelic attendant training that's the big training that goes for Saturdays and you learn how to do all this stuff that I do I am working on an online training as well that will be self-paced I hope to have it up and available this month And it's going to be called Angels and Enlightenment Training. So we have AAT, Angelic Attendant Training. That's the big one. And then we have AET, which is Angels and Enlightenment. And that's going to be uh, how to talk with spirit, and also the 12 phases of transition and all about that. So, and there will be practice groups that go with it and a monthly Q&A with me that'll be live. So it's going to be a lot of fun and you'll be able to do it on your own time. And it's it's going to be a lot less expensive too, because it won't be live. Okay. So everything you need to know is at AskJulieRyan.com. So check it out. All right. Our question this week is from Diana, and Diana lives in Sydney, Australia. And here's her question Hi, Julie. My amazing father left us Earthside in February of 2020. I miss him every day and feel both pain and love in my heart every time I think about him. It was in his passing that I also started my incredible spiritual journey and learned to love myself again and experience true joy and happiness. As the Selena Gomez song goes, quote, I needed to lose you, and she put in parentheses, dad, to love me, end quote. And I can't help but feeling guilty at times for thinking this way. How can I possibly be happy when my dad is no longer here with us in physical form? So my question for my dad is, why did it take your death for me to be happy? And how's life in heaven? I love you, dad thanks, Diana. And that was really sweet. So here's my response. Hi, Diana. I'm sorry for your loss with your dad's passing, and I'm thrilled it seemed to be the catalyst for what sounds like an amazing spiritual journey. It's completely natural to feel the gamut of emotions you describe, ranging from sorrow to elation. We all process grief differently, and how it shows up is perfect for us, as individuals. Grief's different for everybody. Some people go through it easily and quickly. Other people it's it's a long hard slog. So trust it's all unfolding perfectly. Just follow your intuition and you'll there's no right way, there's no wrong way to do grief. I went on to say we're all eternal spirits, and I put in parentheses energy, attached to a body having a human experience. When our life's over, our human bodies die, and the everlasting part of us, our spirit, continues. In each lifetime, we explore experiences that raise our vibrational level. This allows us to understand concepts that heretofore may not have made sense to us. When your dad passed, what you experienced raised your vibrational level. And since his death, you've continued to raise your vibrational level, access and comprehend more complex concepts that allow you to be in in alignment with your spirit, attract divine guidance, and live a more abundant, joyful life. It's like diving into the deep end of a pool. If you can't swim, you're probably not going to think of being in deep water because it's going to be too scary. So you go into the shallow water, wade to your waist, then to your shoulders, then learn how to tread water and eventually swim. Then equipped with these skills, you resonate, you're on the same frequency, you vibrate with the idea of diving into deep water and you easily do it. At this point, your spirit's expanded enough to access this new concept of easily living a joyful life, regardless of what's happening around you. Remember, we all control our thoughts. Nobody can control us because nobody can control our thoughts. Likewise, we can't control anybody else because we can't control anybody else's thoughts. So something awful could be happening around you, but you can control your thoughts. I went on to say everything is unfolding perfectly. Trust that. And continue to follow where you're led. If it feels good, take action. If not, investigate and find out if your hesitation is based in a real or a fake fear. If we if we have a negative emotion, it's always based in fear. So we use the two-minute rule. It's going to kill me in the next two minutes, right? If it is, get out of the road before the bus runs you over. If it isn't, it's a fake fear, take a step. It's going to lessen the fear enough that you can take a step and move towards where you're being led hope this clarifies things for you p.s your dad said to let you know life in heaven is amazing and he loves you back so i thought that was really cute diana thank you for submitting that question about your dad and uh, and i hope it it brings you some comfort and some some joy in hearing that he loves you back no surprise there so, all right, let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Katie. Hi, Katie.
2: Hi, Julie. Um, I have a question
5: um, about some medical issues that kind of came up out of nowhere. Um, okay. But the worst for me is insomnia.
0: Okay. All right, where are you located? Oh, yeah, I've just been.
2: Oh, I'm in San Diego.
0: Okay. Terrific. And insomnia, talk to me about that. Are you waking up like at a certain time each night or what's going on?
2: No, it's like a a literal inability to sleep. Um, And I've had the doctors, you know, just kind of brush it off as anxiety, but it doesn't feel like that.
0: Yeah. So you have trouble falling asleep or once you're asleep, then you wake up or Mm -hmm. what? Yeah, both, both. Uh, okay. All right. So, what are you doing before you go to bed? Do you have a bedtime routine? Like, how little kids do? Do you have a bedtime routine? Yeah, I usually try
2: to meditate first, um, do kind of calming lotion
5: stuff like that. And then they've given me all sorts of um, sleeping aids, but nothing seems to work.
0: Okay. How young are you, Katie?
5: I'm 26.
0: Okay. All right. That's young. All right. So do you take magnesium? Mm Mm-hmm. Magnesium will help. GABA will help. Have a routine, sounds like you do, that is going to be no screen time for at least an hour before you go to bed because it just gets our brains too busy. And um, the other thing I would suggest is a lot of times when our hormones are out of whack, that can be a problem, too, and, and be a problem with sleep. So consider talking to a functional medicine doctor who can test your hormones and see what's going on there and, <laughs> uh, and then go from there. What I'm, what I'm getting is it's lack of magnesium. Another, I think it's an amino acid, it's called GABA. G-A-B-A. Has anybody given you the suggestion of using GABA? Yeah, I take that every night. Okay. All right. Have you been to see Amen Clinics up in Costa Mesa in Orange County? North of you? No. You may want to look them up. It's Amen, like Amen, Hallelujah at the end of a prayer. Amen. And uh, go to AmenClinics.com and um, check that out. They require that you pay them for their services, but then they'll give you an invoice where you can bill your insurance. It has all the billing codes and stuff on it. I think they can probably help you figure out what's going on with that. I get you need more magnesium. I get that your hormones are out of whack, and I get that you need more of this GABA and that that will help. And then your routine, staff the computer and, and screens. And also get all electronics out of your bedroom. Do you have? Do you keep your mm-hmm. phone in your bedroom?
5: Well, I put it on sleep mode, and then it's out of sight.
0: Okay, put it, put it in your bathroom. Get it out of your bedroom altogether. There okay. may be there may be some uh, EMF stuff going there. So I hope that helps. And I wish you sweet dreams. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Katie. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. All righty, let's see who's next. I believe our next caller's Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Oh, I guess she's not there. Hi, Julie. Oh, there you are. Okay. I couldn't find you. Hi. Hi. We are gonna, I'm gonna hold you over for the break. We're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll see what Nancy's question is and see what Spirit has to say the answer is. So you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us and we'll be right back with Miss Nancy. Talking with Miss Nancy. Hi Nance, you still with us? Yes, I'm here. Terrific. Please tell everybody I'm, where you're located.
7: I'm in Silver Spring outside Washington, D.C.
0: Okay, terrific. You got Silver a question for Yeah, you got a question for me?
7: Um, yes. Uh thank you for taking my question. I was wondering what you can tell me about any health issues that I'll be facing um, coming up.
0: Can you be more specific just from a time standpoint? I'd be happy to do that on a one-hour a one hour consultation where it's just you and me, but do you have anything in particular you want me to check for you just from a time constraint standpoint? Um, well, I guess in the
7: next let say six months to a year. Um, I've I've been taking very good care of myself. At least I think I have, you know, with mm-hmm. diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. And um, I just have this nagging feeling that the other shoe is is about to drop, and I can't really identify anything in particular um, medically. But,
0: you, um, are you having any symptoms of anything that concerns you, Nancy?
7: No, 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 no symptoms. But, you know, I know that a lot of things can grow slowly and they can develop slowly. And um, I just have this feeling that there's something going on that I'm not aware of. And maybe I'm doing something differently, you know, diet wise or exercise wise. I don't know.
0: Well, you're using your imagination to envision things that you don't want is what you're doing so what i talked about earlier the two minute rule when you have an emotion that comes in that feels badly and we have them all day you know all of us and you know how you'll have a thought and it leads to another thought leads to another thought, leads to another thought and before you know it you just feel terrible because you've dreamt up all this stuff that's not real uh, all you have to ask yourself is is this going to kill me in the next two minutes if the answer is yes, change the conditions. If the answer is no, it's a fake fear based in an irrational fear based in a limiting belief. Limiting beliefs just don't have enough information. So it, limiting beliefs we pick up in our lives and we're told, oh, you know, when she get to be a certain age, stuff starts going wrong. And so you better be prepared Or uh when your health declines and everybody's health declines and all that. That's, that's not true. It doesn't need to be. So the fact that you don't have any symptoms for anything, the fact that you're just worried about it, use a two minute rule. And then what happens is it snaps you back into alignment and then you can get a thought. Okay. Maybe I need to look at, at, walking every day maybe i need to look at eating this kind of food that's good for me whatever so so that'll help but use the uh, two-minute rule i'm, I'm okay
7: no, i know i i definitely i can see that definitely i was just trying to you know pay attention to my intuition you know when you have a nagging feeling that yeah you know logic tells you can't be right can't be true you know not that I'm a doctor. I can't really diagnose myself. Um, no, I totally get what you're saying. I totally get it. Yeah. I just didn't want yeah. to be one of yeah. these people that, you so know,
0: the, the thoughts, gift of her. Thoughts don't originate in our heads, Nancy. They originate in the ethers. We pull them in based on what we're thinking about. Thoughts are broadcast on a radio station similar to what we're talking on tonight. And uh, so you're listening to Classic Rock. That's the music that's being broadcast on that frequency. Same thing. You have this nagging feeling. That's a thought coming in. When a thought feels badly, it warrants investigation. Is this a real fear? Is this a fake fear? You don't have any symptoms? You haven't had a doctor tell you anything? You feel good? That's a fake fear. So two-minute roll. It works great. Okay, let's go to... Let's see who's next. Let's go to Nora next. Hi, Nora. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you?
5: I'm doing fine.
0: Terrific. Where are you located? In,
5: in,
7: in Henderson, Nevada.
0: <laughs> oh. Terrific. Outside of Vegas. No.
7: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're my doing girlfriend,
0: good over here. My girlfriend yeah. used to live there, so I know it well. I, I went there many times. Well terrific, you got a question for me? I do. So we lost a family member a couple
5: weeks ago. Um I was wondering if he had any messages for his humans.
0: Yeah, who is it? <laughs> who who passed?
5: Um, it was a pug. It was a pug. Oh. Um oh. his name is Vladimir.
0: Yeah. Oh. Did you call him Vlad?
7: Yeah.
0: I Vlad. Love that. That, yeah. <laughs> Called him Vlad. Oh, my gosh. What kind of... He was a pug. Oh, my gosh. How <laughs> cute is that? Oh, yeah. how old was he? Um, I think he was like 14 years old. He was, oh, he was, so he lived a long life. I, I yeah. Him. In dog yeah. years. What is that? 14 he times 7? I don't know. I didn't learn my 14s times table. That's That's like... Advanced math. You can do the <laughs> calculations there. What's that? Twenty-eight, seven, eight, nine. 7, 8, almost 100 years old? No more than that. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, let me get in touch with Vlad. Vlad is right near you. Oh. Uh, so do you have a question for him, I'm Nora? I just um,
5: want to know if he has anything to say to, you know, the family that's been left behind you know he had a happy life you know with us
7: yeah yeah we all loved
5: him and
2: his his death really affected
5: you know and then my son-in-law who's that's who his dog was
0: it is so hard Yeah, it's so hard. And when you lose a pet, people, I hear this all the time, and I experience this myself. You think, God, I'm grieving as much for this pet as I was for a human. And sometimes you're with the pet way more than a human. You know, like if you have a family member that passes, that doesn't live with you. So, um, yeah, he's and- saying get a, get a puppy. You can share the toys, but find one that's housebroken so you don't have to do that. Uh, that house broken thing so he's saying get a puppy and and uh, name it Vlad too there you go thanks Nora all right everybody we're going to take another quick break when we come back we'll see who's next you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show stay with us everybody. Let's go to the phones again, and our next caller is Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie.
6: Hi, hi Julie. How are you? <laughs> I'm lovely. How are you? Okay, i Yeah, I'm. I'm good. Um, I'm calling. Oh, do you need to know where I'm calling from, or yes, or please, not?
0: yeah. Okay, Skokie, Illinois. <laughs> Excuse me. Terrific. Are you oh, surviving um, all that snow out there?
6: <laughs> yeah, barely. I just stay inside all the time. Um, yeah. Me and my cat—we're both—we're uh, both seniors. We're both hibernating inside.
0: <laughs> oh, good, good. I am
6: well, you got a about, question? Uh, yes, I'm calling about Alex the cat. My cat. And I was wondering <clears throat> if you could scan him. Um, he's been acting, his behavior has been changing a bit, and sometimes he he makes sounds like as if he's in pain. So I just thought maybe if you could scan him, see what's going
0: on, if anything. Sure, sure. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home Alabama. To you and Skokie, all right, got you, Alex. I, when you said he's in pain, I got a yes on that on that. I, I believe he is in pain. Do, his, do his, mm-hmm. where the energy went, Bunny was his hips like his hind hips? Does he seem to be uh-huh. um, having some tenderness there? Is he jumping like he normally does? What's he doing that's different? That's got and that's alerted you to that. Um. Well, sometimes he
6: does take his time to jump. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes he does okay. Other times, maybe not. Uh. Mm-hmm. I know he does have some knots. <laughs> both of us do. <laughs> both <laughs> are both in uh, bad shape <laughs> with the knots. He's got. Some fur, you know, not. He's a long haired cat. So mm-hmm. it's how I'm having a hard time keeping up with taking care of him, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's about 15, something yeah. like that. I'm not
0: sure exact age. Um, oh. so he's a lot, <laughs> a lot for yeah. me so yeah. to take care of. But is he good company for you still? Mm-hmm. Yes, that is.
6: It's kind of a mixed bag. He yeah. he is good company for me for sure. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know what I'd do without him, to be, to be honest, especially yeah. during this pandemic, you know, when, and I'm we're inside a lot. At least I, I am. I don't go out much at all, except to the grocery store once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, he's been my companion for sure. Absolutely. Good.
0: Well, what I did, Bonnie, was I put some uh, some anti-inflammatory energy on his back hips. His hips look inflamed to me. And so next time you take him to the vet, I would ask them about that. They'll examine him and they'll they'll figure out what's going on. But that, that's what I got. So other than that, he looks good. His spirit's in his body, and I think he's going to be around for a while. So I think you're going to have your companion with you for your, for a while. Thanks so much for calling in this evening, and stay warm up there. All right, let's go to Lori next. Hi, Lori. Hi, Hi Lori. Lori. Hi. I'm wonderful. How are you? Me? How you doing? I'm great, thank you. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're located.
5: I am in San Diego and we do not have any snow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that wonderful?
0: <laughs> oh when I lived in LA that first year, Lori, especially at Christmas time, I thought, You people are pretending. Yeah, there's palm trees and it's seventy some degrees. It's not really December, and then I remember my first January, I come thinking, oh, my God, it it really is January. People are having blizzards elsewhere, and the weather is amazing in Southern California. So, well, you got a question for me?
5: Yes, I'm calling about my friend's husband, who's been very ill. Um, They are in Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Um, His name is Matt. He has right. a genetic disorder. I'm not sure what the name of it is, but it it makes... They're called nerve teeth tumors. I'm just familiar with those. Wow. Um, they, these are these tumors, and normally they form in the limbs, and they wrap around the nerves, and they're very, very painful. They're usually benign. He's been having them continually in his abdomen. So he's had... Um, operation after you know, surgery after surgery after surgery and they were coming and they'd have surgery and then he would be able to wait a couple of years and then they'd grow back and you'd have another surgery. Well, they just started coming faster and bigger quickly and they, they said that they couldn't operate uh, within a certain amount of time. They had to wait, I guess, a certain amount of time between the surgeries on this. Anyway, he's miserable. It's um pretty advanced. He since has had eight rounds of radiation, which didn't, I think maybe it stabilized the tumors that are in there, but it didn't shrink them, and now he's getting ready to have chemo. I think they're putting his port in on the eighth. So are, they there, Lori, not, are they malignant?
7: Lori, are well, they malignant?
5: Well, they said that they're not, they're benign, but they don't know how to treat them any other way than to treat them as if they are cancerous. Mm-hmm. Because they keep going back, so I just I feel horrible for them, and um, and she's at a cancer center in Salt Lake, and I just said, well, let me call, Uh, call in on on your show. You're you know you're wonderful, and perhaps you can uh, scan him. He's ready to scan. Hopefully, keep an open mind, Um, and and have some ideas maybe of some other direction they might be able to go or what to do to help him he's in a lot of pain he has three different tubes coming out of him can't eat um, his kidneys aren't draining properly into his bladder and um, and they're having to drain the excess uh, acid out of his stomach
0: so Oh, jeez!
5: pretty miserable Poor
0: but he is at home oh my goodness alright so I'm going to connect from you to Matt uh, So my laser beams come from Alabama to San Diego, shooting back up to Salt Lake. Got him. Matt, I'm talking with your friend Lori, and she wants me to scan you. Do I have your permission? Yes. Good job setting that up. Okay. First thing I'm doing is the DNA healing. There are... yes eight strands of DNA that have come out. What's he been exposed to? He's been exposed um, to some kind of toxins that have just gotten his DNA. That's that's what I see. And a lot of times, if I have somebody for an hour, a lot of time, Lori, we can reverse engineer what the cause is. And invariably, it's some toxin that they've been exposed to. I, I talked to somebody recently who had cancer in he worked in his steel plant. Or he was a rep. He was a sales rep, but he was in and out of steel plants. He sold steel. And he was in and out of big manufacturing plants and oh. exposed to all kinds of toxins. So that's what I'm getting is going on with Matt. Oh. Uh, so strands of DNA, you probably heard me before. They look like little pieces of paper you see inside a fortune cookie with the recipe on them with the fortune on them and the fortune cookies, but the DNA recipe is what I see. Letters, A-T-C-G. They are being resequenced, and then when they're done, they snap back in to the... um, I'd love to have him for an hour, if you can talk him into scheduling time. And if he's not up to it, maybe you and his wife... I actually have a schedule
2: with you, but it.
5: I have an appointment with you, but it's um, not until...
0: April okay.
5: I've, been, I've um, been looking to reschedule every day every every yeah, morning I good. click in I wanted to give them my appointment um,
0: oh good okay no
5: month two months where he'll be right
0: yeah the DNA healing what I'm watching is I'm watching those tumors falling off with the DNA healings and it's not even done yet I'm watching it in my mind's eye and they, they, they're just tissue. They do not look malignant to me. They're pink tissue. He's just really good at growing stuff. And so the DNA healing's going to, if his spirit wants to integrate it into his body, it's going to help return that DNA recipe back to normal. It's amazing the stuff that we see with these DNA healings. So I'm watching more of the tumors fall off. Oh, it- so yeah do you think disagree. that
5: chemotherapy will help?
0: Here's how you ask. Is it in Matt's best interest to do chemotherapy to eradicate his tumors? Ask him to do that. I'm getting a yes, but you know, there's lots of lots of variables there. He's got to feel really, really good about it before he goes down that road because that stuff's, you know kills a lot of stuff in the body kills a lot of cells um i think they're doing that because they don't know what else to do i'm sure he's had multiple opinions but have him ask the question is it in my best interest to dot 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 finish this sentence first thing that comes in his head within a second is going to be his brain um if it's more than a couple of seconds that'll be his brain talking to him but the first thing that comes in is going to be spirit advising him have him asking in a bunch of different ways. Lori, um, you know, that's such a big decision. So is it in my best interest to, and then finish this sentence. I, I'll look forward to talking with him. We'll do a deep dive, see what we can figure out. You're a sweet friend. Thanks for calling Thanks. in for him. We'll be right back, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll get some more callers on. So stay with us. Mm-hmm. Our next caller is Ronak. Hi, Ronak. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Julie. Good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Good. Uh, Please tell everybody where you're located.
1: I'm from County City, New York.
0: Okay, terrific. You got a quick question for me?
1: Yes. My dad had cardiac attack Friday and since Aww. then he was in life support in Ellis Hospital at City. Today they take off his life support. Just want to know he will be back home.
0: Oh so he's, he's in ICU and he's still on a ventilator at this point. Is he is he coherent? Ventilator. Ronak, is he, is he awake?
1: No, they took no. ventilator off today. He wake, but he don't talk.
0: He they took him off the ventilator today. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Saying feels... he's uh,
1: like his heart working now. Before his like, heart's working. His okay. Yeah. So they give him ventilator. Now his lungs working. He breathing.
0: Mm-hmm. Ronak, what what's your dad's name? What's his first name? Yusuf.
1: Yusuf. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to connect from you to him. And then we'll see what's going on with him. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam heading up to you in New York. And then from you to your dad. All right. Got him. His spirit's in his body, girl. His spirit is in his body. He is not dying at the moment. He may have been in and out of one of the phases of transition, but his spirit's in his body. Will Ronak's dad come home right now? I get a yes. I'm also getting he may need to go into rehab, but um, you know to get him well. But right now I'm getting a yes, Ronak. And and remember. Future events are fluid. That could change. That could be different five minutes from now, an hour from now, a day from now, a week from now. But right now, when I'm seeing his spirits in his body, and um, I'm getting he will come home.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Julie.
0: Since yeah. my
1: husband died, I'm just living, taking care of my parents, mom and dad. If something no. happened to him. I have no one. Yeah. I talked to you after my husband died.
0: Right. Oh gosh. No,
1: just I have my parents, and I want them with me.
0: Yeah, I understand. So uh, he's. Um, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be around for a while, from what I'm seeing right now. Now, you know, future events are fluid. So, but that's Ew. what I'm getting right now. So I hope that helps. Hope that gives yeah, I, you some comfort. Okay. And Alrighty. He is in
1: restriction for a long time. Yeah, because of his electrolyte unbalance.
0: Okay, all right. Well, you rest up because when he comes home, you're he's going to need a lot of care. So hope that hope that helps you sleep sleep better tonight. Thanks, honey. Hang in there. You're welcome. Bye bye. So much. All righty. Let's see. We got room for one. Time for one other quick question. Hi, Vanessa. You're next. Where are you located? Vanessa, are you there? Hello, hello. Okay. Vanessa, unmute yourself if you're there. Okay. You're just on my screen. Okay, then let's go to Lori. A lot of Lorries tonight. Let's go to Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi Lori. Hi. Hi. Hi, where are you located?
7: Are you hearing me in Idaho?
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, you're on the air. Where where are you located? Idaho. Idaho. Okay. You sound like you're questioning it. <laughs> Uh, I, you get, You I, got a quick question for me. Two false floors. <laughs> oh my god! I, You're what? I'm
1: wondering if, if you could. I'm wondering if you could send some good energy to
2: a place that I've had a couple of surgeries on.
0: Yeah, that sure. I'm having, getting healed. Yeah, where? Where's the place?
2: My backside.
0: Your backside. Okay, like the your. Yeah. The bottom of your back, or your, or your bottom bottom.
7: Yeah. My bottom bottom.
0: Your bottom bottom. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, got that going on. Um, yeah, I can see what's going on. I can tell you don't want to talk about it on the air, and I understand why. So, what I'm doing is I'm sending stem cell energy. <laughs> <laughs> to uh help you heal and uh, um, feel better a lot of inflammation are you in pain no mm-hmm. okay no, good really mm-hmm. terrific okay, hey, are, my um, okay? What's that? There, are my kidneys looking okay what's that did you are my kidneys looking okay? I don't know. I'm not in your kidneys. I'm further down. Let me go check out your kidneys. (laughs) Go back in. You know, that's what's so funny, Lori, is people will say, uh, Can you check my ankle? And I'll press one
6: to return to the conference.
0: Well, I don't know. Something's going on weird there. And then, and then I'll, I'll check their ankle. And then there's, and then they'll say, well, you didn't see that oh, my kidneys really were, were infected. And I'll say, well, I wouldn't check in your kidneys. It's like you get a, you know, you get your knee, MRI on your knee. You're not going to see somebody's liver. They're going to check your knee. And it's the same with this when we go there. So, uh, yeah. Your kidneys look cloudy to me. I would drink a lot of water and uh, pound the liquids. They look cloudy. So that's about it for this week, everybody. Thank you to all of you that called in. For those of you I didn't get on, please call back next week and let me know you didn't get on, and I'll do my best to take you first. Everybody who's listening, thank you for joining us. Stay warm. Stay safe. Stay inside if you have ice. And uh, sending you lots you, of love Julie. from Sweet Home Alabama. Mwah. Bye everybody. Take care. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.